Today, I just want to talk about um, doing the impossible. You know, doing the impossible. And um, it's, it's not so much of a topic. I just want to have a discussion with you. It's not so much of a topic. Eventually, I know that God will, God will be glad if you express everything he put in you to come express upon the face of the earth. Am I correct? Will God be angry if you express the things he has put in you to express? Do you think it will anger God? No. Eventually, what will excite God and give God joy is that you are able to do according to the volume of book that is written concerning you. Amen. And for me, I don't think it is living when you are not living out what God has ordained you to live out. Are we together with me? I, 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 I for one, am not... I'm completely disinterested, or is it non, not interested in a life that is not an expression of what God has put in me to execute upon the face of the earth. That is what I want to do. And I want to do that to the fullness. I don't count it as life if if I am unable to express what God has put inside me. And I feel that what will what will put the enemy to flight is when you are executing what God has put in your spirit. I do not feel that we were born to just live a natural basic life. I feel like we have all been given a a mandate, a purpose, a destiny. There is something that God wants to do and he has chosen to do it as you. Not just chosen to do it through you. I said he has chosen to do it how? As you. Glory be to God. He has chosen to do it as you. And so the question I want to ask you is that the way your life is working, will it be a lie if you say this is God working? If God was doing your life, Is this how he'll do it? You get my point? Is MC Relax a God type of MC? You get my point now? Are you a God kind of wife. 
if God is a wife, is this him? Or is this she? <laughs> Are we together, friends? I, I am completely uninterested in a life that is not divine. Are we together now? Completely uninterested. And you should be completely uninterested also in a life that is not divine. And so, we submit ourselves to the tutelage of heaven to the point where we can execute what he has put in your stomach. Praise God. Hope you know that life is in your stomach. You know I told you severally. Life is where? In your belly. He said out of our belly shall flow rivers of what? And that's why I always encourage you to pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues till you hear something that you didn't think, you didn't imagine. Something that comes from the realms of God. Are you with me? You were released to this earth to eventually shock the world and shock your background and shock your your experiences that you've had in the past. You have to execute a life that it will become it will become necessary to investigate how you got it done. And when the world prize to get to the point where they can only link it to the Lord. Are we together now? I don't, I don't want, I, I, I don't want to lead the life you can explain. Do you see, you get the point. I don't want to lead the life that you can explain. I don't want to lead a marriage that you can explain. Jesus Christ said, the wind blows where it wills. You only hear the sound thereof. You don't know where it's coming from. Neither do you know where it's going to. And that's how a man that is born of the Spirit eats. Are you together with me? It means that it becomes difficult to explain. Of course, you know that I usually don't talk to you from where you are. I don't talk to people from where they are. I talk to people from God's plan. I don't care about where you are. But what's in your heart? Because your future is in your heart. Future is in your heart. And if you are going to express what's in your heart, what God has put in your spirit, then in the earth realm, whatever you want to do that is divine, the way the, the tag that the earth puts on it, is called impossible. Anytime you want to lead a divine life, it is interpreted on earth as what? As impossible. 
Because the earth is not in conformity with the Lord. Did you get my point? And so when the Lord brings his will to the earth, the earth responds to it and puts a tag on it. And what tag does he put on it? Impossible. But it don't, it doesn't matter the tag the earth puts on it. It is what it is. If God said it, so, so it is. Are you together with me? Are you together with me? And when God speaks, he speaks from the dimensions of his nature. And his nature is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Everything God has put in your spirit is in a completed version. There is not, there is no burden that God has put in you that has not been completed. Are you with me, friends? It is finished. That was the last word that Jesus said upon the face of the earth. The realms that are boiling in your stomach are completed realms. The visions that are boiling in your spirit are completed visions. The assignments that you feel like you are ordained to do are completed assignments. There is nothing God is trying to try out. He is done, completed. What you have in your stomach is a delivered product. It is at his delivery level. Are you together with me, friends? Praise God. You must have a hunger that your mother doesn't understand. You must have a hunger that your father doesn't understand. You must have a hunger that your friends don't understand. You must have a hunger that your husband doesn't understand. A hunger that your, that your wife doesn't fully capture. Something put inside you. Something bigger than you. Jeremiah put his own this way. He said it's like fire. It is shot where? In my bones. I am pushed to do the very things I completely do not feel like doing. Are you together with me? That my feelings have been conquered themselves. Am I preaching here? When God begins to show me the things he's called me to do, I'm asking him sometimes, you know, I've stopped asking him, but at the early stages I'm asking him, God, I'm really not so interested. But he's done, he's completed. And you are not going to back out. You won't live the life of a chicken. Of a mere man. Are you with me, my friends? Are you listening to me, my friends? If you thought I'm just preaching good, you are not thinking right. I'm not just preaching good. I'm telling you what it is. Telling you what it is. If I can get two people who will be crazy enough to step out of the shell of being just human and say, I want to execute that which is divine. I'll be excited. Two people who are tired of just living for themselves and say, Father, I want to see what's in my belly. Can I bring it out? You see, because you are not just a man or a woman. In your most, in your most accurate form, you are a hope. In your most accurate form, you are a hope that if you don't become what God has ordained you to be, you have, you have, you have rendered a people without hope. 
You don't get. You are the hope of a generation. You are the definition of possibility. And if you give up, you give up on behalf of a generation. You get the point now. And so what you think is your life is our life. What you think is your life, what you think is your calling is actually our calling. For one must, for one must first rise first for others to rise. And if you drop the ball, you, you, you have sabotaged a generation. Are you listening to me? Praise God. Sometimes you wonder, and you, you try to compare yourself and compare your weak, your weakness and your frailness, and you try to compare it with your destiny, and you are like, it's not possible. And in that very moment, you miss the point that the very most important point is the point you have missed. Because it was necessary for you to be frail. And it was necessary for you to be weak. And that's the very important junction now. You see, because the people coming after you are in that same place. And God is also speaking to them great things. And if you were strong and frail before you became all that God ordained you to be, you are not necessary, you have not necessarily become a hope. But if you step out from your frailty and weakness, and become all that God has ordained you to be. Then you become a hope. And then you understand what Paul said and said, Brethren, you notice that in our calling, not many are strong. Not many are noble. Praise God. Are you together with me? God's cut-off mark is very low. Because he wants a lot of people in. God's cut-off mark is what? Very low. And why is that? I want a lot of people in. And so, your weakness and frailty is not what disqualifies you. It's actually what qualifies you. The lower you are, the more qualified you are. Because you have become hope for a lot more people. Are we together now, friends? And so... I'm speaking you to, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking you into a place. And, and, and the place I'm speaking you to is that place where you appreciate doing the impossible. A, a lot of us are not even receiving the mails of heaven. Heaven is sending you mails. But your heart can't receive the mails of heaven. Because you have condemned yourself to natural mathematics. You have done the indices and the calculus and the differentiation of your life. And you have done the maths. And you have given yourself a future that is correspondent to your present condition. You have, you have done the graph. You have connected. You, you have looked at yourself. And you know how you will end. Whereas you, you are not the origin of yourself. You started from the Lord. Only him knows your beginning. And therefore only him can prophesy your future. And until your destiny is derived from him, you are still telling a lie. I 
And so, a whole lot of us are not receiving some meals. And if you're, if you're a part of this house, I'm telling you, whether you, you not even, whether you're part of this house or not, but I'm telling you, the master wants to live as you. The master wants to be a young man, and you are that young man the master wants to be. And then he wants to execute life. And so, if we begin to talk about doing the impossible, then I will be, main, I will be talking about only one thing that you will be needing all the days of your life. And this one thing you must build. This one thing you must grow. And this one thing you must be a master of. If you are not a master of this one thing, you can never execute anything divine. And that one thing is faith. It's faith. It's faith. A lot of people, the time they are meant to use to build their faith, they go and use it to also. You are a casualty. You are a, you are a casualty. The time they were meant to use to build faith, they use it to go and hustle. If you have built faith, you, you will, you will perfect flying. You know, I was speaking yesterday at Redemption Cup. I had a retreat with a particular church. And I told them something, talking about money. I told them that during the week, whilst thinking with God, I had the privilege to articulate something that I, that I had not been able to articulate, articulate in a long time. But in the presence of God, I articulated it. And I was asking myself, Zach, why do you give? You know, because I'm a crazy giver. Do you understand? And I'm seeing the journey of learning to give. I'm a crazy giver. The person that, that I knew that used to give more than me about five years ago, I think I've passed the person now. So I don't, there are people who give more than me, a lot. But close to me that I know of, I don't know anybody. I just love, as I've matured, as I'm growing, that part of me has developed. And, 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 and I articulated, I was able to answer the question, why do you give? And my answer gave me joy. You know why I give? This is why I give. For a lot of people, everybody on earth, their definition of money is that money is purchasing power. Am I correct? But I found out that for me, money has never been my purchasing power. Faith is my purchasing power. So I have a lot of money lying fallow because it's not my purchasing power. So what I do with money is that I give it. And when I want to purchase, I use faith. Faith is my purchasing power. What I'm saying might not make sense to you, but when you get there, you will get there. Faith is my purchasing power. That's why I give up money. The reason you don't give up money is that money is your purchasing power. So you can't purchase without it, so you hold it tight. But when you can purchase with something else, you find that money is not as important as you make it. If you don't have money, you, a lot of us are rendered useless. You are, you are stranded without money. You don't have capacity to engage again. You can't transact without money. But by the grace of God, 
by the help of the Spirit, some of us have found out another way to purchase is faith. Faith purchases. For the very basis of creation, the sun was not bought. The moon was not bought. All the values and mineral resources on earth was not bought. Money was not used to release everything that is on this earth. Creation was made by faith. Are you together with me? That's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 when it was describing faith. He says, by faith we know. By faith we know that this visible realm was made, was bought by the invisible. When you come to the realms of faith, you can use faith to capture visible things. So faith can buy you a great house. Faith can buy you a great car. You don't know. You think it's money. It's faith. Faith is master to money. Faith created the sun, created the moon. He created everything. Are you together with me, my friend? It's purchasing power. So when I have money, money can go because there are not many things I want to do with it. Because everything I want to do in life, I use faith. And so I can give money to those who need it. If you are not here, you will think I'm not talking sense. I know it's strange what I'm saying. It's a realm. This year, if, if you are not careful, one day you'll be in service, your head will blow. Because I'm intending to stretch you to the, to the lengths of the kingdom. I'm intending to stretch you. I'm intending to mess you up. I will stretch you. One day you just go, Your head has blown. <laughs> Wherever you pack it. <laughs> Can we read faith? Hebrews 11. Let's just enjoy it. Oh, 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 oh. Such. I'm not even pretty for that. I just want to read it. I love it. Now faith is what? The substance of things. You don't get the point. You don't get the point. That's why, when you have faith, let's assume the faith is about money now. When, when a poor person gets faith and he begins to talk about prosperity, the people will ask him, where's the prosperity? But they don't get the point. They don't know what faith is. Faith is not what will bring the money. Faith itself is the money. You understand? Bishop had been preaching this thing, not when he got the private jet. It was when he was in his Volkswagen. If you have it, you have it. The subs, the, the things do not validate faith. Is the faith that assures the things. Faith is the substance. The fool will say, where's the substance? Faith is the substance. The fool will say, where's the substance? But faith is the substance. The fool will say, where's he? Are you not still sick? Where's your money? Are you not still poor? You are a fool. For faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Okay, where's your evidence? You are a fool. Faith is the evidence. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith, can you see? It's the substance of things hoped for. It's the substance. That's why we give. So if the thing you are hoping for is faith, is, is, is money. If you have the faith, which is the substance, then it means it's easy for you to give out the things. Because you already have what? The substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the evidence. Of, of, 
of his not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made by the things which are visible. The things which are seen are not made by the things which are visible. No. Let's leave that place because I intend to make, to allow you go home early while, while restructuring everything. I know that some of you, you love this church, but what you hate most is the time we finish the service. Kill my shout, people. Don't worry. The Lord has heard your cry. <laughs> Our working on this. The Lord has heard your cry. We're, in fact, we're having a six weeks meeting every Saturday and Friday. On, and the plan, one of the major plans is to, is to allow you go home early so that, so that you can go and meet a fellowship with the world that you love. <laughs> A lot of you, that's what you hate about the church. You love the church. Like, ah, if they can that one thing, that timing. Hey, Mogu service, a man do boards. So we're working on it. Are you a believer? I said, are you a believer? Now, the Bible says, add to your faith virtue. So there's an assumption that you are meant to have faith. That's what the Bible says. It did not tell you to add something, add a faith to what you have. They say, add to your faith virtue. So there's an assumption that you have faith. Eh? Add to your what? Faith. The Bible says God has dealt with every man the what? The measure of faith. Have faith. So, so there is, there is crisis. There is crisis when you when when you are unable to believe God. It's not a, don't count it as a normal thing. When you are not planning to do what cannot be done, don't count it as a normal thing. When you are not when you don't have a vision bigger than your condition, it's an abnormality for the new creation. When you have not captured something bigger than you, it's an abnormality for the new creation. You are not considered, you see, you are considered to be in coma. When there is nothing bigger than you that you are so definite of, you are in coma. Because the Bible says that just shall live by faith. That is to say, if faith does not power your living, you, your, your living is an assumption. Are you together with me? There must be something bigger than you put in your spirit that you are sure of. He says, says, we believe, so therefore we speak. That our speech is a derivative of our faith. Are you with me, friends? There has to be something in your spirit that you are living for 
and you are definite about. There's a way that you will die, that when you die without, you will get to heaven shocked. That you, don't get, you should have visions that you are so certain will be executed. That if you die before they execute, you wonder, ah, what am I doing here? That's what happens to the elders in Hebrews chapter 11. It says they, they died without, have, without receiving the promise. So it means that when they got to heaven, like, I, I, I say, I, Maori, it will run on Tombo no other. That's, that's a valuable grave. Those graves are not normal graves. You see, grave with vision. Are you together with me? Heavy graves. So, so faith, and I'm not going to try and define faith. I found that it's a waste of a, Time. All of us know what faith is. This is not a, when you are a believer, you know what faith is. It's not a, there's no definition for faith. <laughs> Praise God. When you have it, you have it. When you don't have it, you don't have it. It's not positive thinking. Are you together with me? It's just, it's just breathing heaven. Thinking heaven. First John chapter five. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him who begat, who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the, that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You get the point now. Come, brother, James. Whatsoever is what is born of God, it overcomes the world. Praise God. So I told you that the world would always put. A tag of impossible. Don't stiff. Don't stiff yourself. <laughs> Always put what tag of what? Impossible. But if it is born of God, what will he do? It will overcome. Amen. Let's move this. Let's move. <laughs> move it backward. Move backward. I want to be ruling you. You are coming. Praise God. Whatsoever is born of God, what does he do? It overcomes the world. You see, because it's not in the same class with the world. It's of greater class. Do you understand? <laughs> it will just overcome. Just leave it born of God. Just leave it born of God. You get the point? It will overcome. Now, now let me explain to you. Now, say that. Now, what this thing is going to overcome... It's overcoming a world and overcoming issues that they have put tag of impossible on it. You don't understand? So there's a tag of impossible, but no matter how negative the enemy speaks or the amount of impossible the enemy says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes 
No matter the noise. Have you seen demons when they are casting them out? You would have an assumption that with the way this demon is raking, it won't go. The eye will be the person's eye. Sometimes you can see a demon even latch on the wall. We need to go out because all this Christianity people are doing here. Listen, if you have not casted out a demon before, you should not, you should be unhappy. There's nothing that should be making your teeth shine if you have not casted a demon before. See, the day one of you, I pray they will bring someone to your house that will begin to manifest. You will call me Taya. God knows I will never come. If you have somebody, a demonic case, you have, if you call me, I won't come on. I will never. Before I come, you will tell me, Pastor Zach, I've agreed I'm not a Christian. Ahead, then I'll come. You are a Christian. You say you can't cast that demon. Then what are you doing? You are, no matter how long it takes, you must cast that demon. Let the, we need to go and, we need to go for one outreach because I don't think there are many demons here. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. You cast out demon. By the time one person first slaps you, yeah. <laughs> yes, they can. Actually, they can. Yes, they can. It can be that violent. That's why me, I used to do it with Steve. If I don't see boys, I know it's to cast out demon. I don't. Oh, the first you me. You know, anytime I go out for those meetings, I say, Edimu, Edimu. I don't want the blood to spill on me. <laughs> You see, I do everything I do with swag. I don't... If it's there, it's there. I know they... We want to cast... We do it... I'll first go and hear God. When I say the normal, get out. If it doesn't get out, I'll go and hear God. I'll tell people, don't worry, continue. I'll go and hear God. Because it's instruction. He will just take one simple thing to do. Because some of them need specific... The basic thing is Jesus' name, get out. But some of them need... Some instructions. God will give you an instruction because it's not. That's why you have different weapons in your armory, and every case, you know, needs different kind of weapon. So you see the way demons scream during deliverance, but that demon will still go. You see, because what? I can't hear you. Quote it. Whatever. What? Just keep maintaining I'm born of God. That sickness, eh? No matter, you know, after praying, the, the symptoms will now increase. As I'm rolling this guy, be quoting that scripture, I know what I'm doing. I've stopped rolling him now, if I roll him again. <laughs> That's why you can't be a candidate of pity. You can't. If I pity you, I can't help you. Because if I pity you, I'm causing you to forget your identity. Pity is not help to the child of God. Friends, stop pitying Christians. Don't pity Christians. If you're pitying a Christian, you are, you are further digging him, digging his grave. You should have a standpoint of... I'm not saying don't be kind or merciful. It's a different thing. 
And that's why I don't give anybody a counsel that is not enshrined in scripture. No matter how much the person is crying. Don't pamper people and say, ah, You see a Christian telling a Christian about death. He say, Ah, he cool, he What's wrong with you? Praising death. A Christian dies and another Christ, two Christians are now worshipping death. What's that? If a Christian has died, you will mourn, you will cry, you will miss the person, but not the way the world mourn. Do you understand? Because the person who is dead does not wish to come back. There is no dead Christian who wishes to come back. There is no dead Christian crying in heaven. There's no dead, there's no dead Christian. A lot of people, we were unable to raise them from the dead. Because while you were praying for them to come back, they too said, Lord, no, Lord, no. Lord, no. Lord, no, Lord, no. Because the reality of heaven has not dawned on a lot of us. You want to go there and come back here? Somebody was praying for that Jew and said they will reach 90, will reach 100. And look out today, ah! He said, he said, what have I done to God? <laughs> that he will keep me here till 100, 120. He said, what did I, what's, he said, the prayer will be, what's my God, what's my offense? <laughs> I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. Are you with me, friends? Can we say it again? Now, as, as I'm ruling this guy, are you looking at every impossible verdict that Satan is placing over your life? And what are you saying about it? That's how it will happen. Be saying it. As I'm ruling it, be saying it. The dreams God has given you. Your family. Your health. Your career. Everything that concerns you. Can you give him praise now? Come on. This is how, this is the only way you would achieve everything God has put in your stomach. Emphasis on only. No other way. Faith is simple. When faith is difficult, you have not got it. You are seeing the journey. When you get it, it's easy. You won't be whining it. When it's there, it's there. Ah. I like faith. What am I like faith? I like the word of God. You know, God is not trying to have faith. Is is living in his belief. 
He can't exist outside his belief. You can't force God to believe otherwise. You know a lot of Christians, some Christians die from sickness. You know God has not gone back to check the scripture, whether what he said is true. That is he really, are they really eat by their, by my stripe? <laughs> Our papa, uh, Pastor Frederick just went. God is not saying, she can Let's write, sometimes they are eat by my, his word is here and email. If you like, enter. If you like, do enter. That's your concern. He can't, he can't exist outside his belief. You won't, you, may, may you not have another life outside belief. Yeah. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not, like, can you see that confusion? Because uh, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Ah, yet not I. <laughs> I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. It, it's a mystery. The life that I live in the flesh, I live by the feet of the Son. By the feet, I live in His feet. I live the way He lives. I think the way He thinks. I can't be outside it. Hey, come inside. Come inside. Come inside. Tell somebody, come home. Come home. Come home. Come inside. Don't leave her. There's no life outside faith. Come home. Husband and wife, come home. Come home. You can, you can build her. Permit me to say this. You can build the greatest things ever. Just in faith. Okay, can you hear me? Faith, can you hear me? That's her name. Faith, you can do everything by faith. <laughs> so come home. Stay. You know the one that shocks me? He now says that. <laughs> so without faith, it's impossible to please God. You don't get it. Impossible. See that, brother. Impossible to please God. Without faith, you can't pleasure God. You know, sir, without faith, it is what? Impossible. <laughs> you don't get that. In, God said impossible. I said, if you don't have faith, God cannot be happy with you. Like you don't give God joy without faith. That the only thing that can make God joyful about your life is what He can love you. You understand? You love all your children, you love all your friends, but there are some way they excite you. The child of faith excites God. When you have faith, you are exciting God. You know the joy that God has that I can because if you don't have faith, God can't talk to you. You too, there are many people you don't talk to because they don't, they can't capture what you are saying. God too can't talk. So, without faith, and I don't want to live a life where God is not happy. God is not happy with me. Two things I don't joke with. When I see some adjectives or some words, they, I take them personal. Two, one says without faith, we cannot play. Like, how can I be living on earth and I, God is not happy with me? God is moody. I say, God, why? We say, holy, holy faith. Holy, holy faith. Holy faith. And it's true. Because we have seen it in scripture. Jesus was not happy with his disciples. The two times we saw that he scolded them was without faith. 
When, when they wanted to heal someone, they couldn't heal. He said, how long am I going to be with you guys? You are a faithless generation. You don't have faith. He healed that one. The second time, he said, be careful of the living of the Pharisee. They said, maybe we don't have, there's no bread, there's no food. He scolded them, bread, bread. Bread, one problem, bread. Bread. How can you, Jesus is in your midst. And the concern you carry in your soul is bread. We're in a revival like this. Your own major concern is, will I have job? In a revival. Jesus is here. You are talking of job. Job. You are sorrowful because of job. Or, who will marry me in a revival? So you are not even sure of food, of bread. You are not sure. So, out of all these sons that God has, he can't give you one. All these guests, God will not give you one girl. Girl! So, Lord... Oh Lord, where's my moon or my moon? Oh Lord, where's my love partner? <laughs> bone of your bone. <laughs> Only faith. Who then do alone? Only faith. Oh, oh, God, not happy with you. Go, on, go, go, go upstairs. Go and sing. He's not happy with you. Got you on the feet. Got you, got you on the feet. Eh, eh. That's the pitching version. <laughs> give, give, give him the mic. Let him read it again. Boy, I talk about some pitching below my ear. Give him words, they will it will work. Nobody feel make belly sweet God without faith. Because anybody when they come meet them must believe say if they are alive and if they reward people when they find and see. Wow. Wow. See, you see that Peter, that disciple called Peter. Those are the kind of people God likes. Abebelube. That's who God likes, Abebelube. People who believe God can do anything. You know, you know, there is a crisis if your child is not asking you for things. Your child, then Maverick, Maverick can ask me for a replay. That's the proof that I'm his father. The guy sees aeroplane. He said, Daddy, when will you buy me aeroplane? I said, tomorrow. <laughs> There's nothing he has not asked me to buy him. It was yesterday, I just bought his rabbit for him. He has rabbit now. He has two rabbits. He said, wants rabbit. That one is not costly. <laughs> because we must maintain that, we must maintain that memory. I can't believe that. I told you, the, I told you the time. The guys will cut his hand and will go and meet his mommy. Heal it, heal it. Tell Jesus to heal it. 
he was doing a party in church, what um, drinks, plus his clothes. He came to meet me outside. That he wants to come back to play. I should heal his clothes. It feels I can't do anything. That's a child who is still, who no understands fatherhood. And the power embedded in fatherhood. Now in this case, God in heaven is your father. You should not, stop saying, I'm believing God for, even that one said, sometimes a proof of no faith. I'm believing God for, I'm trusting God for. I'm believing, we know you are not believing God for anything. What you are trying to say is that I have a problem. I'm believing God for you have what you are saying is I have a problem. I want you to know my problem. I'm believing God for a car. I'm believing God for, for a car. No. The way I know you're believing God for a car is the confidence with which you enter a bike. Yes. Yes. You see, because you know the cars come. But right now you're in bike, so you're coming. Listen, when you have cars in your garage. Entering a bike will not be a bother to you. In fact, you see it as creational. You are doing recreation. It's those who don't have cars at all that will be afraid to enter by. When you are aware of what you carry, nothing brings you down. You never feel low. You don't understand. Faith is the substance. I told you faith is the substance. The thing is not the substance. It's the faith that is the substance. That's what I told you. So when I still see you looking for my pity, I know you don't have faith. When I still see you not yet giving, you don't have faith. When you have faith, you are a crazy giver. Because you already have the substance. You know since when I've been giving? Giving since when? Because the substance entered me. So, we are reading 1 John chapter 5. Whatever is born of God overcomes. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. What's the victory again? Our faith. So, the victory again here is not still the result. The victory is not still the result. The victory is still what? It's still faith. So we, God has put us in a realm where you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. You can be victorious now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. If you, you don't catch what I'm saying. I said, God has put us in a realm where we, we, and we don't wait. We are perpetually in victory. Give me faith. I'm victorious already. We are not waiters. We don't wait. We don't wait. We don't wait. I said we don't wait. We don't wait for the symptoms to go. We don't wait for the money to come. We don't wait for the baby to come. We don't wait. We don't wait. We don't wait to travel. We don't wait to leave. We don't wait to go to Canada. We don't wait. Those things meet us victorious. My testimony meets me victorious. I just say, come, welcome, welcome, welcome. We don't wait. I don't know what you're waiting for. Relax, you get my point, right? You get my point. You don't wait. 
You don't wait for the for the billions. You don't wait for the millions. When you got the faith, you've got it. You've got it. Do you know how many people who have houses and lands they have not seen? All they all they see is the sea of O. When you have the sea of O, you don't have to go to the land. It is when you don't have it, you'll be looking for the land. When you have it, you have it. I said, when you have it, you have it. Can I say we don't wait? And that has now become the victory. To always overcome the world. It's our faith. Aradine. Siakuru fimi. Bontos. Seke. Adindo perebaya. Zegedibuku shikara befe. Jerry, go and play the last three strings for me. Morofe. Ashina miyakuru fini. Pepe, pepe, pi, kase, tosh. I see, I see God birthing things in your spirit. As you just flow in the Holy Ghost, things are being birthed in your spirit. Maradasha. I see God birthing stuffs in your spirit. Aradini mesi aladasha. Bringing you to assurances. Assurances, assurances. Aradabashina makasuke lebeti aladadabashina nana. Ilegidiyo shekaradana mosekarabashakaladabababa. Mando sikaradabashia. Adiana mashakaladadabashia dadabashia. Anda fa paparadisu ke aradaba. Kalet. It's the realm of heaven. Faith is the breath of God. It breathes in your soul. It enters you. Let your glory.
upon you, Lord. Let your glory. One more time, say, breathe on me. That's what happens. He's his breath. That's what faith is. It's his breath. He's he's his realm. It's his realm. It's his breath. It's his realm. Amen. Now let me just quickly say this and I'll just call it a good day already. So you must learn to labor not for the meat that perishes. You get the point. Don't labor for the meat that perishes. Make sure you are laboring to break into faith. They said, how can we do that? He says, he says, Father, how can we do the work of God? He said, what is the work of God? They asked him, how can we do the work of God? He said, what? And told them, what is the work of God? The work of God is faith. That when you have faith, the work is done. That's what he meant. He wasn't saying we shouldn't work. He was just saying when you are trying to work, you are not getting the point. When you enter into the faith, the work will be done automatically. How do I know we're reaching the nations? How do I know we're reaching, we're taking the city and creating a hub for God in this place? It's because it's in me already. Do you understand that? And it has affected the decisions we have made. And affect, we, have, we have made the decision from the future. We have not made a decision from our, from, from our disadvantage. Are you together with me? Are you living from a disadvantage point or your most advantage place? Why do pastors have to go get people and start struggling to pay instrumentalists? Because they are trying to be big. So they are, the investment is high. It's so costly without faith. If you know how many churches struggling to sustain, to sustain music, struggling, struggling, all the forms, all the offering, and all these boys are not even, all those boys are not even born again. The boys are not born again. The boys will just play for them, go outside. And wait for after service. The pastor is running Elta Skelter. And the guy will get another place to go and play. After that, some Fridays they won't come. They'll say, why is I want to be in club today? And they will beg him. The guy will stroll in. When the preaching is over, the guy will leave. Why? Because the man of God is trying to have what he does not have. But when it's in your heart, it's simple. Are you together with me? It's simple. Because you are not waiting. So time cannot torment you. You are already in your joy. So if the manifestation would take three, four, five, six years, it doesn't matter. You are already in the fate of it. You are already in the substance. 
then in the right time you will now find out that there are still instrumentalists that give offerings. You are not getting the point. There are instrumentalists that after service they will say, Pastor, I sow this seed into your life. These are the ones you have here. I collect from them. I don't give them. They are the, I collect offerings from my instrument. I collect money from them. This one will give me money. I write letter. I will write love letter. That one they are calling Jerry. <laughs> write love letter. He gave me money one time. I now wrote another check. Fake check. He, he cut the check as this thing. And put what he will give me in future. And put a fake check there. If I go and give it to police now, that's how they will go. <laughs> what I mean fake check? I mean paper. He, he wrote it. Do you understand? Because he has faith. He has faith. Yeah, some people, I will give them their first one million dollars. I told them, wait, I'll give you one million dollars. I'll give you. Probably, I'll give you one million dollars. Me, I'll give you one million dollars. Start from there. Pick it up later. It enters inside you. Quickly, no time. You are going home early. You are the one that wants to be going home early. I'll be cutting the floor of the spirit. That's... God will ask you. <laughs> well, well, is, is you want to go home early? You'll go home early. <laughs> Three things you need very easy to, to step into faith. You must be a man of his presence. Man of it. Because it's, 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 you're not trying to whine it. They give it. It comes from his presence. How do you get into his presence? The, the eating of the word. Then praying in tongues. Be praying in tongues. I'm praying in tongues till the tongues start praying you. Because it is that time insemination happens. Pray in tongues till the tongues start praying you. Don't stop, don't stop praying in tongues because you are tired. Tiredness is your starting point. You must pray until the Spirit of God takes over your tiredness. That's when you have started praying. Then that time the, your Wi-Fi will now on. Informations will now be coming in. That's how to build faith. So pray in tongues. Nobody's, nobody will help you do it. Yes, sir. The third one is worship. Both worship and praise in music and without music. Make sure you never allow your mouth to say anything negative. Never. Never. No greed. Regardless of what is happening. You are blessed. You are chosen. You are ordained and anointed. Don't... Even I'm tired, take you, be, be reducing how much you say it. Don't, don't speak negative. It's part of worship. That's how to be in his presence. Two, you must be a man of instructions. When you are in his presence, you catch faith. A man of instructions. Faith also can be taught. Are you together with me? Man of instruction. Get up, my brother. Jesus was going to heal one guy and he said, go and wash yourself in the pool of Shiloh. Are you together with me? Eh? Don't only praise Jesus. Praise the man that has the confidence to go, a blind man, to go and, to go and, to go to a pool, to go and wash himself for healing. It's not only Jesus. Because if I'm that man, may Jesus leave me and say, congrats. So it's, it's the buffer. He didn't say go and, he didn't say go and kill cow and use the blood and mix it with something. Nothing mysterious. He said go and bath. Is it pool? Is it bath? He has not bath all these years. That's how faith, faith, you get faith through instructions. Faith enters you through. On that journey, the faith will keep building. You need instructions. Amen. Instructions. Instructions. Sometimes somebody who's senior to you, 
somebody who is wiser than you will just give you an instruction. Follow that instruction. Pastor Kojo Emade said it was his mother that changed his ministry. His mother. They just got to him and said, ah, Mama. they just watched his message one time and said, ah, message Emma, nice. Oh, yeah, could they? Oh, take me to the TV. He said, never done, don't do it. He said, sometimes God's instruction will not come supernaturally. It will be a very casual instruction. That's how you receive it sometimes. Instructions. Sometimes I ask my mentors, and when they tell me, I'll call them back. Because sometimes those men will just say something. They will not say, I'm telling you. You know, be sure. This I put my own life. Say, I'm going to have one decision I wanted to make with my family. One of my mentors told us what to do. When we just got this uh, place and I told my brother that's what we would do. But I was having a restraint. But well, if he had said I would do it, that's what I would do. So he just came again to visit and I said, I think she got a cash, but we can't restrain, but no, I said, she may love me at this one. It's a bell, my trial. Instructions. Get an instruction and work it out. Praise God. Three things. If you do it, it's impossible. You will do it. Man of his presence. Man, be a man of his presence. Be a man of instructions. And be a man of impartation. No. Man of his presence. I told you three things under that. Word puts you in his presence. Tongues. And then worship. The second thing. Be a man of instruction. That way faith can be taught. The first one, faith will be caught. The second one, faith will be taught. The third one, be a man of impartations. Amen. A man of impartations. A man that knows how to receive impartations. How do you get impartation? Following. Following via honor. Faith can be imparted. My prophesying keeps growing because of the person that I follow. The gifts that are in the two people, I, the gifts in the two people that I follow it's, of, it's operational in my life. Amen. It's operational in my life. I don't, I don't stress for it. It's operational in my life. Because I follow it closely. It's the Elijah-Elisha flow. Do you understand? Elisha poured water in the hands of Elijah and was able to get the flow. Even Paul told Timothy, he said that when we lay hands on you, we put something inside you. So faith can be imparted. Are you getting my point? It can be transferred. Somebody can put faith inside you, but you have to be a man that follows. Are you together with me? Are you together with me? Come, Dennis. Are you together with me? So those are the three ways. You must be a man of what? First one, a man of his presence. Second one, a man of what? A man of instructions. The third one, what? A man of impartation. All right, quote the scripture for me. This drama is the story of your life. 